Welcome to the Limitless Pet Business Podcast with Carly Edwards, the podcast that shares simple tips on how you can make more money and inject way more freedom into your life than you ever thought possible. Tune in for your weekly dose of online marketing, productivity, and passive income tips so you can grow the pet business of your dreams. Hey guys, and welcome to the Limitless Pet Business Podcast. I am super, super excited to be bringing this to you. This is the very first episode where we're gonna be talking all about how to set powerful boundaries in your pet business. But before I dig into the good stuff, I just wanted to mention a free masterclass that I have available right now. So it's all around the four steps to more money and freedom for the introverted pet business owner. So if you like the sound of that, that sounds interesting to you, you can grab that for free at carlyedwards.com forward slash masterclass. So this is a really, really interesting topic and a really important one actually. Um, And it was something, boundaries are something that I didn't have in my business for a long, long time. And it actually meant that, you know, a lot of the time in my business, I was struggling with just feeling exhausted because I was kind of over delivering for clients. I was answering queries at God o'clock in the morning you know, times where I really should have been giving myself that time to rest. Um, Having really bad boundaries as well with myself in terms of, you know, social media time, when I was on social media all of the time. Just when I was actually working and working 10 hours a day, um, having really, really full weeks and just feeling really burnt out by the end of the week. So it's something that we really, really need to think about in our businesses for sure. And it just means that, you know, you need to have boundaries for yourself and you also need to have boundaries for your clients as well. And this just means that you're able to protect your energy and deliver to your highest standards as well, but also for your customers to set expectations for them so that they really understand, you know, what it is that they're getting when they work with you. So everyone really, really does benefit when you set boundaries in your business. So clients, they just know exactly where they stand and you can show up as your most powerful self, which is what we really, really want. Because if you're feeling really run down at any point because you're kind of overworking or overgiving, then it just means that you're not able to do your best work, right? You're not able to show up as your best self. But we also want you to be able to have a lot of fun along the way as well while you're doing it, because that's the point of being in business, right? This is that's what it's all about. So we need to make sure that we have these firm, powerful boundaries in place so that you can run a business that is a joy for you. It's, you know, it's really, really fun for you to actually do this work with your clients. And you don't get clients that are also feeling like they they don't know what's going on, they don't know what to expect, because then that's where you get that kind of relationship mismatch, which is what we don't want. So I wanna talk to you today about some of the boundaries, some of the areas that you can really consider in your business right now. So the very first one is about, very, very simply, this may seem um, obvious, but it's about setting your working hours. So when is it that you actually want to be working in your business, right? And you need to be really, really strict with yourself with this. So say for example, you know, you wanna work from 10 a.m. in the morning until, I don't know, 3 p.m. 
uh, five days a week and you want to have like your weekends free, something like that. Um, you need to be strict with yourself and be like, yes, I'm clocking on at 10 a.m. and I'm clocking off at 4 p.m. This is the time that I'm going to be working and serving my, my customers. And after that, that's it. You know, I, I'm switching off. I'm not thinking about the business anymore until the next day. This does take some practice. I will tell you that now because this took me a few years actually to get to the point where I was very much like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sat at my desk at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning and then I'm clocking off at 4 p.m. And, you know, from, well, Fridays I generally have free as well. I only work in the morning on Fridays and then I have the weekends off and that's it. And I don't answer emails. I don't really look at social media or, or you know, scroll social media and answer questions and all of that kind of stuff. I don't check my DMs and I don't respond to any DMs either in that time. I'm not available, That that's it, right? Um, so it's about being really, really strict with yourself and coming up with a working schedule that absolutely works for you. This is the thing. This is about, you know, really thinking about, okay, when is it that I actually wanna work in my business and then claim it. Make a decision, make a choice that this is when you're going to work. It is. It really is as simple as that. And then communicate that to your audience and to your potential customers as well, that these are the times that you are available. It really is that simple. But it, I know it can be hard. I know it can be tough to actually set those boundaries in the first place. Um, and it can be easy to say, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm free this time, but that's eating into you time and, you know, the free time that you want to have available. But I'll just like, I'll just squeeze you in then, right? So, you know, set those boundaries around your working schedule and be really strict with yourself around it. So the second one is think about how you want to work as well and what is gonna most align with your personality and your energy levels. So don't feel like you have to do something in your business just because you know your peers are. You can see other, I don't know, dog trainers or dog walkers or pet sitters and they're doing something that you think you should be doing because they're doing it. But actually, when you, you get into the swing of it, it doesn't feel right to you. It doesn't align with you. So an example of this might be, you know, going live. You can see someone that's going live on Facebook, like, I don't know, every week or every day, or maybe they're doing reels or something on Instagram and you're feeling like, oh my God, that, that just doesn't suit me at all. I don't wanna be doing that. Don't feel like you have to do that because everyone else is doing it. You know, think about how you want to show up, how you want to interact with your audience, engage with your audience online um, and do that, you know, stick, stick to that, stick to what works for you. It's really, really important that all of the work that we do, it aligns with exactly, you know, what works for us and our personality. So for example, you know, for me as an introverted person, I'm super, super freaking introverted you know, video often and showing up on video just doesn't really sit that well with me. I don't mind doing it and I've got, um, you know, a lot of confidence over the years with doing this. Before, you know, I'd say about five years ago, video was a big, big struggle for me. There was, 
a time where I was absolutely terrified of being visible in that way. And I just avoided it for the first five years of my business. Um, now it's not so bad, but I know that being on video and, it's, and especially going live, it really, really drains my energy. So I do it occasionally, but it's not something that I want to, that to be a consistent marketing strategy in my business because it just doesn't work for me in that way. So, you know, think about what's going to suit you and what's going to work for you because, you know, there's many, many different ways to show up online and market your business. And, you know, you don't have to do the things that don't bring you joy. You really don't. Just a very, very quick reminder if you haven't done so already. So go and grab your free masterclass. It is totally free on the four steps to more money and freedom for the introverted pet business owner. So this is where you're gonna learn about how to give yourself an unfair advantage with rock solid business foundations and why this is so important to get right before you do anything else how to pin down your magnetic offers you adore delivering and why your business model may be holding you back right now, how to build a strategy that aligns with your personality and energy levels and why an aligned strategy really is the key to unlocking your success and lastly how to empower your business to operate without you when you just need to step away and why systems are the ultimate lifesaver for introverted pet business owners. So this masterclass is totally free but it really is jam-packed so if you want to go and watch that just go to carlyedwards.com forward slash masterclass. Um, okay so number three is customer communication. So think about when are you actually going to be available to respond to emails, to answer phone calls? Um, when, you know, when is that time that you are going to be accessible to other people? Really, really think about that. And that, this is about thinking about your working hours as well and your schedule. And it may be within that time frame as well. But you can, the thing that I found when I was first in business, I was answering emails at nine or 10 o'clock at night. I was answering phone calls just like whenever. Um, and it just became the most exhausting thing to be on call all of the time, every day. I was even answering emails and answering phone calls when I was on holiday in, in Spain and things like that. So, you know, be really, really clear on when customers can actually contact you and how as well, how they can contact you. So are you happy with giving out your mobile number and then answering calls whenever, it could be at like 9 p.m. at night because your, your mobile number is visible on your website? So there's something that I did um, about, I'd say a couple of years ago actually, I removed my phone number from my website. I was like, nope, nobody can contact me now, um, you know, through my mobile phone anymore. People can't just ring me out of the blue because I was getting people phoning me just randomly. And, you know, when you're kind of in it and working on your business, that can be a really, um, it can kind of derail you a little bit. So the way that I do this now is, you know, people can book in for a call with me and actually... I don't really have, you know, I don't advertise on my website a way for people to actually book in for a free call with me. 
I generally just speak to people through DMs on social media or email. My preferred way is to for people to email me and then I can get back to them when I can. Um, or I've got a chat feature on my website, right? So I'm really, really clear, and that's that's where I point people to. So I'm really, really clear on how I want people to get in touch with me if they're interested in working with me. So maybe for you, you know, you don't want to be giving out your mobile number and answering calls at nine o'clock at night, potentially, where people can just ring you out of the blue. So think about what that looks like for you. Think about, you know, how you'd prefer people to contact you. Is that possibly having a chat feature on your website where they can, um, you know, contact you in the day between, um, I don't know, 9am and 4pm Monday to Friday? Or they can email you and you'll get back to them, um, you know, at the next available time, your next kind of working day. Um, Or having like a booking system on your website so that they can schedule in a call with you. Right. So be really clear on when you're actually available to speak to your clients, your potential clients, and also how they can contact you as well. Because, yeah, having people just being able to ring my phone at any point in the day just scares the living hell out of me. It's like, yeah, that's that's a big, big boundary of mine. And it might be something that you want to put in place as well. And just be clear on that. Just set expectations for people around how they can get in, in contact with you. That's the thing, right? Okay, so number four is also um, be clear on your deliverables. So don't fall into the trap of overgiving with um, the customers that do actually sign up to you. So it may be that you know, you agreed on, say, for example, you're a dog trainer and you agreed on um, this like six week package to help them with their their new puppy. But actually you end, you know, they're asking lots of questions and it feels like you need to give them a little bit more. So it actually ends up with you massively overgiving, overgiving on what was, um, agreed on when you first started working together and this can be the thing that ends up really draining you and actually makes you a little bit resentful because then it ends up being a hell of a lot more work that's piled on top what was initially agreed at the price um, that was you know that you agreed on right so be really really clear on exactly what it is that you are going to give that customer when they sign up to you know your service your program whatever that thing is don't fall into the trap of over giving and then ending up feeling really really resentful about it afterwards so you know this is about tightening up your terms and conditions any of those contracts that you you send out to um new new customers as well just be really really clear on those and make it just so obvious for people that there's no way that they can misinterpret that Okay, so number five, it's okay to say no when you want to. It really, really is okay to say no. So this is a thing that, um, you know, was pretty bad for me actually when I first started in business. When I got to the point where I had so many clients and was feeling so just kind of oh my God, my my workload was insane off the charts and I was working far, far too much. And then people were coming in and asking me to help them with something or other. Um, It was generally around copy because I was a a content strategist and copywriter at the time. 
and um, then just saying, okay, I'll just, I'll just squeeze you in. I'll just squeeze you in because you want to help people, right? And you might have, you know, you might feel like that too. And especially as someone that really loves animals, really loves pets, um, you just want to help everyone. You just want to help all of the the pet owners and their pets because um, you know that you can help them and you don't feel great about turning them away or, or turning them away to someone else. But sometimes it can be absolutely necessary to protect your energy, right? Um, you can give them the option, obviously, to go on a waiting list or something like that where, you know, when you open things back up, then then you can start working with them or refer them on to, um, you know, a colleague of yours that can really help them with that as well. So you might have, you know, some great relationships formed in your industry anyway, and you kind of refer clients on to each other, which is, is a really nice thing to have in business. You know, but if you're at capacity in your business and there's just no wiggle room and the only way that you could work with them is to squeeze them in and um, take away, you know, a piece of your time where you've set your boundaries around your working hours and just, you know, you're kind of squeezing them into that time where you should be resting, relaxing, going out and having fun. Just get into the um, habit of being able to just say no when you want to. It's such a valuable lesson, just being able to say no. Honestly, it's 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 been a brilliant thing for my business to just set that one boundary. Um, okay, so number six is be strict on not giving out free advice. So, you know, potentially for those of you that are dog trainers or um, pet behaviorists, you know, where you're essentially coaching um, dog owners or pet owners on how to kind of train their dogs or um, helping them with a certain behavior with their dog. Um, you might get people coming into your email inbox or into your DMs saying, you know, my dog has X, Y, Z problem. Please, can you help me with this? How can I stop this from happening? You might get those kind of messages often and then you can end up, you know, your time just being drained away because you're forming these really long answers for people and just giving away your time for free. So it's about being strict with yourself and coming up with a bit of a process when people do hop into your email inbox or into your DMs to ask for free advice. And it's okay to say no, or is it's okay to say, you know, I understand the problem that you're going uh, through right now. I'd love to help you with that. Um, I can't actually answer this in, you know, five minutes. That's just not possible. But here is the link to book in for a uh, consultation. And it can be as easy as that, right? And you're directing them to book in for um, a paid for offer, right? Where they can get your expertise um, in, a, in a better setting where you can properly help them, whether that's, I don't know how you work with people. It might be through Zoom. You might offer consul consultations that way, or it might be, you know, face-to-face. -face. So be really, really strict on, you know, not giving out free advice. That is what definitely what we don't want here is where you're spending so much time on answering questions for people um, when you should be getting paid for the amazing work that you do. You know, that that's the thing here. So 
come up with your own system, your own process for dealing with that. And don't feel guilty either for turning people away when they do say, you know, I just want a little bit of um, advice on this problem. Can you help me? Um, you know, be, be, you know, you can, you can easily be helpful by, by showing that you understand and say, give them maybe like a tiny tip, but then say, you'd really need to come onto this, this um, consultation. You can book in for this consultation where I can help you much further with this. So, you know, put those boundaries in place around that. Okay, so that was just six key powerful boundaries that you can set in your business right now to help you to feel much less exhausted in your business, much less um, resentful towards the people that you work with as well. And just, you know, to protect your energy and make sure that you're showing up in the most powerful way and set those expectations for your customers right from the start so that there's no kind of misunderstanding um, when you do go into that relationship. So I really, really hope you enjoyed um, this episode and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Limitless Pet Business Podcast. If you like the episode or you think it'll be useful for a pet biz buddy, please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you have any questions, let me know on Facebook at the Carly Edwards. And remember, dream it and make it happen.